0: God bless you. Welcome to our core, where Jesus is Lord, He's liberator, He's legislator. Jesus is Lamb, He's 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 the Logos, the Word of God. He's everything that we need. We welcome you in Jesus' name. We left off in Ephesians 4 about He, he led captivity captive, gave gifts to men. And you as a Christian ought to know your gifts. Every Christian has at least one gift, some have multiple gifts and those are the arenas in which we serve God. But now he moves from gifts to guidance and and it's, this is the the guidance of the Holy Spirit always has to be in line with the word of God. If God is leading you, then your actions, your attitudes, amen, and your 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 all all of your accountabilities is in that word of God. One of the things that Paul does in this fourth chapter is he goes through the gifts but then he 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 starts moving towards biblical relationships biblical relationships and it's very very interesting that he deals with wives he deals with husbands he deals with children okay he deals with slaves that our meaning of relationships ought to be Christ first other second and self last. Now, I, I can move on, but that's a hard point right there for many people. They can't put Christ first. They can't put others second. They can't put themselves last. We are screaming out for attention because of our rejection issues. We're screaming out for satisfaction because of our failed relationships. We are screaming out to be satisfied. And if, and if you're not careful, Satan can mismanage and mislead and misguide your emotions. We're going to be talking about that, okay? That uh, as we look at biblical relationships, amen, as we go into biblical relationships, Paul says we ought to love one another. We ought to love Christ first and then love one another. And, and, And we got to stop. Do we really love one another? You say, well, I can't stand that prayer. Well, that's not of God. We love one another because Jesus first loved us. Everything always transmits back to the cross. Okay? Jesus said, if I have washed your feet, John 13, you ought to have a mindset of humbling yourself and washing somebody else's feet. Not physical washing, but it's a submission to someone else. Okay? Uh, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul, all thy mind, all thy will, all thy wisdom, and then love your neighbor as you love yourself. On these two commandments hang the whole law and all the prophets. So one of the things that Paul begins to do in this book of Ephesians, he deals with the walk and then he deals with the warmth of our relationships. He says, wives, Submit tasso Get up under rank to your husbands as unto the Lord. Now, now let me stop Paul's part. You are not a slave to a man. You, you are not to do anything that's contrary to scripture or something that defiles your conscience. God's not telling you to do that. He says, Submit hupotasso is the Greek word for rank. As a, as a wife is to a husband, I'm under his headship according to the marriage, all right? And my job is to submit to the head. His head is Christ. Your head, as the wife, is the husband, all right? And the submission is not slavery. It's a willful submission because he loves you. And we're going to get to that momentarily. Wives, those of you that are married, submit yourself to your husbands as you submit unto the Lord. That is what is so difficult. Well, he's not worthy. He's not worth it. He's a mess. God didn't tell you that. God just said, you be in a position of submissiveness so that God can bless you. Whatever's wrong with him, God will deal with it. Okay, Then he says, husbands, here it is, love agapeo, love your wives as Christ loved the church. Let me stop Paul's reply. You can't do that if you're not saved. You can't do that if you're not under the word. You can't do that if you're not submitted to God. How did Christ love the church? He submitted to God. He sacrificed. He surrendered. Lord have mercy. When you look at those three words, submission is dual. Okay. Husbands and wives submit yourselves one to another as Christ submitted to the Father. Submission. Then sacrificial love is a love that I'm going to render when it's not asked for. Submission Or sacrificial love is me laying down my life is necessary to make sure that that they are promoted. It's sacrificial love. Husbands, love your wives as, remember we did the as before. Wives, submit yourselves to your husband as you do to the Lord. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. He died for the church. He, he was mistreated for the church. He was abused for the church. He was smacked. He was whipped. He died for the church. You can't, you can't argue the point that you're ahead of, of, of a marriage and you have not been sacrificial meeting the needs, the emotional, the mental, the psychological needs of your wife. It's a misnomer. Or if you're not saved. Or you just want to pull up headship without fellowship? You can't do that. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave his life for the church. Your life. Have you given your life for your marriage? Have you given your life for her welfare? Have you given your life For her psychological, emotional needs, have you given your life? Don't take credit for that and you have not done it. This is what we need to grow to in Christ. And children, it says in one place in the Old Testament, children in Deuteronomy, obey your parents. Now, only children obey their parents. That means they carry out whatever they say adult children respect your parents you may not always agree with them but you got to respect them as unto the lord god sets these relationships in order for a reason because a marriage must have christ in the center it's a ministry marriage is a mandate there's no other relationship god looks at and respect but marriage it's a mandate. It's a ministry. You're ministering to one another in the name of Jesus. And it's a miracle. The two shall become one. And that oneness does not happen overnight. That oneness takes a lot of forgiveness. It takes a lot of sacrifice. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of agreements. When you look at these relationships, only through the guidance and power of the Holy Spirit can they work. If the Holy Spirit is not operating in your life, you can't love. If the Holy Spirit is not operating in your life, you can't forgive. If the Holy Spirit is not operating in your life, you can't walk the walk. The Holy Spirit has got to be in control operating in your life. And here's the answer. When the Holy Spirit is operating in your life, there's peace. A peace that passes all understanding. You got folk have no peace. You got church folk have no peace. You know why they don't have peace? Cuz they won't let God in. They won't like they won't let God be in control. They won't let God be their sense of guidance and direction. The the most important prayer that was prayed in the Bible was with Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane, "Lord, not my will, but may thine will be done." That was on the cross of him dying. I don't want to drink this bitter cup is what Jesus prayed. The cup was death. Nevertheless, not mine will, but may God's will be done. May thine will be done. And here's what you say, Lord, I'm trusting you to work out my good in your glory. I'm going to take my hands off and watch you work. I'm submitted to you. I'm willing to sacrifice for you. I'm willing to submit to you, Lord God take over, take control of my life. I'm all messed up. I'm a sinner saved by grace. And what God will do, God will guide you into peace. Isaiah 26, 3, thou will keep him or her in perfect peace, whose mind is glued, stayed on thee. Why? Because he trusteth in thee. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall bring it to pass. Here's why we keep making miscues. We trust a while, and then we let go. We trust in ourselves. We're trusting our experience. We're trusting what we see. We're trusting what we feel. We're trusting what we hear. No, 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 let it go. Lord, I'm trusting you to work out your will for my kids. I'm trusting you to work out my marriage. I'm trusting you to work out my emotions and my mental state, my psychological state. I'm trusting you to work out my walk. I'm trusting you to work out my talk. I'm trusting you to heal my soul. And God will honor that prayer when you leave it in his hands. Let go and let God. You cannot keep doing your own thing And coming out with war when God is begging you to let it go and come out with peace. The peace of God will pass all understanding and keep your hearts and your minds through Christ. So as we listen to this tape, as we look at Ephesians chapter 5 the relationships as we look at Ephesians chapter 4 the walk and the gifts and the guidance of the Holy Spirit I want you and I to surrender to him surrender put up the white flag and say Lord the peace with God means the war is over the peace of God means I'm giving you jurisdiction over my entire life have your way You are the potter, Jeremiah 18. I'm the clay. Make me, shape me, break me, mold me to what you would have me to be. God honors that prayer and he will do it. Jehovah Rapha, he's our healer. He's our helper. He's holy. He's righteous. He's faithful. Give it to Jesus right now. Submit. Surrender sacrifice to the Savior, Jesus Christ, and watch the peace that God gives you, passing all understanding, keeping your hearts and minds through Christ. We love you. Have a great day.